This broadcast is done in partnership with Impact Canada Ministries. You can find them at impact-canada.com. Welcome to Full Explorations. I am your host, Tony Peters. Today we are going to have on Alicia Mitchell of Overcome the Challenge podcast, OTC. And uh, she's going to be discussing with us the book of Job, the life of Job, and the trials that he went through, and how we as Christians can learn from this book and from his struggles and develop ourselves into better Christians through this book and just learning from the errors that, that he made uh, and how God really just shaped him through the challenges that were brought into his life. I hope that you will enjoy the third and final part of this three-part mini-series. So we're getting closer to the end. And so I also had a reflective moment. So these were some reflection questions um, that I would like to ask you, Tony, um, and just get your expertise um, and just how you feel about this type of question, reflecting the story in, in the book of Job. So the first one was, what was Job's relationship with God like before his fall from grace? And this is something you've already previously talked about, but could you elaborate more? Yeah, before <laughs> Job's troubles began, he was full of, of, of pride. Uh, he lacked humility. Uh, and if we're going to follow God and seek his counsel, we have to humble ourselves and truly come with a heart that is one of, I know I cannot do this on my own. I don't know what to do in this situation. And that does take humility. It, it takes admitting, like you said before, that we're servants of God. And a servant turns to the master for guidance. A son turns to the father for guidance or a daughter often to the mother or to the father for guidance and that is what we see job doing here he's he's becoming like a child and that's what we're called to be as children of god and he actually has to to take a look and cast aside his his pride and be open to hearing god's wisdom and listening to his wisdom and uh, at first, uh, in early on, he's kind of playing God, just a lip service of, uh, I'm asking you for, for this, but it wasn't really with a humble heart. It yeah. was more of, uh, I think I know what I should do. And later in uh, where we see Job 37 here, it, it he's starting to really realize, I do need God. I, I need him. It's not about me. It's about God. Yeah, totally. And I find myself in these situations where I'm pretty stable. Um, it's not that I forget God, but let's be honest, we kind of put them as a shadow on the back burner until I need you again. And so, and it really is me trying, uh, not fully trusting God and, and trying to do things on my own, where we ultimately find out later on, just like Job, oh, hey, stand still and consider the wondrous works of God. You need me. You really do. And we see that all the time. We try to do something without God, fall right on our face. Mm -hmm. And we say, yeah, I should have came to you first, Father. Even like you said, as a daughter or um, a son, 
you do something and your parents catch you, try to do it without them, you're like, oh, I should have went to you first. Now I see what lesson that you was trying to teach me in maturity. <laughs> yeah. So why was job stripped of everything? And what was the lesson here? Job lost everything that he held dear. Um, so much so that he even lost his children. He lost his, his wife. It just, it comes down to losing everything, his possessions, his family. Um, and he had to know what it meant to go from this place of having everybody look up to him in the community. They all revered him and looked up to him. And he had to to know what it meant to just really be in a place of need. Uh, he needed to learn to rely on God and his wisdom. And this is not an easy lesson for anyone to learn, but it is a necessary uh, lesson for us all. And oftentimes our experiences help us in teaching other people. Uh, I know for myself, a lot of my own experiences have helped me have empathy for other people and helped me to have that heart where you want to help other people. And through that, you know, we learn that we have to be open to seeing that we're not suited to doing things on our own. Adam and Eve even had to see that, you know, they thought that they could know more than God. They could be gods themselves. And that's something society wants to teach you these days is that we're all our own God. And it's not true. We are not our own God. We are not God. We're made in his image, but we are not God. We need his wisdom. We need to, to follow God. And we need to listen to sound advice that comes from God and have a heart that we can kind of discern and perceive um, things in the correct manner rather than taking scripture out of context as people often do and uh, just by losing everything you kind of come to that place where it's like I see what things really are I see what what I had and how blessed I was and Job came to that point Uh, he saw I was blessed God gave me those things and then God gave them back to him. And it it was a gift that once you've learned that lesson, God does gift you with things. And uh, if we don't get earthly rewards, we have heavenly rewards that we can look forward to. And those rewards are going to be more than any of us can imagine. And uh, whatever you imagine or you think, it is, it's going to be so much better in heaven. And we we see that through the story of Job. Yes, all throughout, I mean, from beginning to end, there's so many reflections and lessons here. And like you said, sometimes we become stripped of everything and we don't know why. Um, It's not saying that we are the most perfect person because we know no one is perfect. But we feel like in life, hey, I'm getting along, trucking along good. I'm going to church and these things. And you, you know, try to talk your way out of why you're being stripped. And because you just really don't know. 
you we we associate negativity with doing bad things and then you get stuff stripped. But sometimes you don't have to do the, anything bad. God just wants to bring you closer. So that's what some of the lessons I've learned throughout my life when I was stripped through certain things and hit rock bottom <laughs> or fall from grace um, was the first thing you said was, hey, it's time to humble yourself and I need you closer. I need you closer. You're too far away. So number three, what steps did he take to receive his wealth and health back? It's actually a pretty simple process, uh, complicated in terms of uh, being difficult to do. But the actual process is pretty simple. He humbled himself and showed that he knew that he needed God and that he'd been doing things kind of on his own uh, and been successful. Uh, and once he lost everything, he realized uh, God's wisdom and counsel is what I actually need. Uh, God is the one who gave me this stuff. And uh, that was the turning point that set him on the path to redemption uh, that we see uh, symbolized with Jesus Christ. Uh, that, you know, Jesus is our path to redemption. He's the gift that we've been given towards redemption. And here we see God using Job uh, to be an example of that, that, you know, we, we need to humble ourselves and admit that we have sinned, that we have made mistakes, and that we need God to make us whole and pure again, that we need him to forgive us for those sins and show us the path of redemption, the, the path that we need to take. Uh, so th those are the basic basic steps was just was just that, that humility and and admitting that you know he had made mistakes in fact that he was doing things on his own and uh, not necessarily seeking God the way that he should have, not with the heart that he should have. Man, it's all about a mindset change. So that's what um, he did. Like you said, he started off very prideful, egotistical. Um, and as you see the story progresses, his mindset changes. He's been open, um, very open-minded to what God is trying to show him. Because sometimes God is showing you, but he hits a brick wall all the time. And it's because we're so close-minded. We're full of that pride. We're full of that ego. So like you said, it's really just about being humble and, and accepting humility to gain wealth back. And wealth doesn't have to be money. It can be just the lust for life, just living a fruitful life and multiplying and health. Um, that's number one. I will take health before wealth. <laughs> yeah. So number four, name, this was just a fun one. Name words that come to mind when you think of the book of Job. So just name a couple words. Of when someone says job, what I mean, Job, excuse me, what type of words come to mind? Uh, towards the end, humility. Uh, th that was a big one. Uh, wisdom is another because um, God is the ultimate wisdom and Job learned to rely on God for that wisdom. Uh, trials uh, that we all grow through through our struggles and our trials. Uh, and testing, uh, similar to trials, but uh, God is allowing him to be tested here. 
Uh, and by allowing him to be tested, he learned and he grew. Uh, and uh, that's the process that we need to follow is uh, humility, seeing God's wisdom, learning from our trials and our testing. Yes, I love that. I totally agree. Um, I would just add the word redemption. When I think about it, it's redemption. Um, to, to be redeemed for his spirit, to uh, his soul to be renewed as well. I think we have to have a go through a process of the shedding of the dead skin like a snake in a season in order to allow God's love to grow and grow and grow. Because like we were stating, you have people, oh, I go to church and it's, no, that's a, that's a portion of me, but I need more. I need to grow in other areas of your life so that you can have that redemption and that you can have your soul and your spirit truly saved. Uh, so the last one was, how does this story register currently or previously in your life? Well, it definitely registers uh, very well in my life. Uh, I have done things my way in the past uh, without God's counsel. Uh, I was actually very successful. I was doing very, very well in my career. I was progressing uh, and uh, I was I was making decent money. And uh, then that, <clears throat> excuse me, then that all fell apart. And I had to learn that uh, doing things on my own wasn't where I needed to be. I needed to follow what God wanted me to do. And I wasn't on the path that God wanted me on. Um, and uh, the money to me was becoming more important than uh, my relationship with God and uh, losing that money has helped me to uh, a be humble and uh, take help when it's offered. Uh, I've had to learn that, but health has always been a real struggle and challenge for me. And now my son is going through that, that same um, struggle with his own health. Uh, and so we've just had to learn to rely on God and to, to seek his counsel throughout our life. And uh, prayer life is, is, super important you can pray throughout the day uh wherever you are you can you can just pray if if i hear an ambulance or a fire truck going by i i usually say a little prayer inside my head for whoever that ambulance or that fire truck is is going to to help uh and you can just do little things like that throughout the day to uh improve your your relationship with god and be in that constant communication with god to admit that you need God and other people need God in, in their lives. Yeah. Um, I love it. And I hope your family is doing better and, um, onto a better healing and recovery. I have been praying for your family as well. Um, for me, honestly, I've went through so many job stories in my life from birth until now. So I have a very close relationship with this story. And I have been humbled plenty of times. So I'll just pick one. <laughs> um, I went through my early teenage years being in an abusive relationship. I grew up in a household where my mother was abused. So I'm not saying that I thought that it was something I had to go through. I thought it was a natural phase of life. Um, during out that time, yes, God was trying to, I think, show me in certain ways and stripping me of things while I was around this person to show that this wasn't the type of love that's godly. And so when I make a long story short, I finally got away 
um, my throat was closing from him choking so much. So I expressed this to the doctors and they said I was crazy. They said I was crazy and nothing's wrong. And I was like, every time I eat, I feel like I'm choking. And we went through all the way through a process, uh, Tony, that I started eating baby food. That's how scared I was of choking. I literally could not eat food anymore. Um, I was attacked mentally when I ate. You're going to choke, you're going to choke. So I thought baby food would be the safest thing. And then as we go on in life, they figured out my throat was closing and put a balloon in it and, and um, opened it back up due to the pressing of him choking me over the years. Mm. And so the moral of this story is I literally had to learn how to not eat, do without, and struggle with not having energy and being 80 pounds and all of that felt like my world had came down and no one had believed me and it was true. But I went through all this before we got to the truth. And so ultimately that, that experience humbled me. Even when I eat now, I watch what I put in my body. I chew really slow and I have no problem. I don't think about choking. So God has really brought um, an experience all the way around all the way around and show me how important it is um, to have food, to be able to eat. And we see homeless people that don't probably even have an eight for the day. And we think nothing of it until I became one of those people that couldn't eat at all. Um, so it was a lot of shame. It was a, I stopped being around people. I didn't want to go to restaurants because I was literally freaking out that I was choking. Um, and they said I wasn't. And apparently I was. But that experience really brought just humbleness and humility. So like I said, I have so many stories about Job, Job. And so I think that's why I picked this one um, to share my testimony. So thank you again for this time. Yeah, it's been uh, great to reflect on on Job and, and on his life um, and the experiences that he's gone through. Uh, I think it's definitely important for our own lives and uh, for us to to take examples from the Bible and just study them, reflect on them, and uh, see how our own lives can compare to theirs so that we can learn how to grow and uh, improve our relationship with, with ultimately our triune God, who is uh, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So thanks for coming on and sharing with us. Uh, I, I look forward to having you on again. Yes, anytime. Um, so I guess we'll talk about behind the scenes and regroup. And yeah, so thank you everybody um, for listening to um, our episode, The Road That Grew uh, From the Concrete, a story about the book of Joe. And a special shout out to Tony Peters with the podcast Cool Exploration. He's super awesome. And I just want to end this and let you know, you bringing me on this show and me bumping into you, because I forgot how we bumped into each other, <laughs> has really allowed me to tap more into my spiritual side and to explore God more. I hope that you've enjoyed this three-part miniseries. You've just been listening to Alicia Mitchell and myself, Tony Peters, discussing the book of Job and the life of Job and the challenges that he faced and how we as Christians can learn from the mistakes that were made and the lessons that God was teaching Job during this time. 
If you would like to reach me for any reason, you can do so at tpeters745 at gmail.com.